0: Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. And I'm Nick the
1: Human. And welcome to 2021!
0: This is episode 21 Eh? in 2021.
1: (laughs) Oh man! We did it, you know? (laughs) You might even think we held off on episode 21 till it became 2021 for this very reason. Eh? it was on purpose. Eh, Eric? (laughs) Um, Eric's alive and well. You've had a crazy couple weeks of work during the holiday season yeah Um, i'm glad you're doing well buddy job sucks i'm sorry work sucks i know (laughs) um i um i'll tell you something rough about this is my third beer of the night oh damn which, which is a great number um of beers i think three or four is when you really start feeling good so i'm just wondering that might power or give my podcast a different energy tonight right um, especially
0: if you haven't been drinking a lot oh, which i know neither of us have been so
1: not at all i had a yeah. i had a, like a couple beers around christmas and then i had like one last night so i have these extras yeah, i'm i'm pretty cool is what i'm saying
0: i i'm on the other end of that spectrum i got my green tea uh yo hey i want to give a shout out to my favorite brand of tea oh uh, you, you yeah. know i've been all about drinking tea. I switched from coffee to entirely drinking tea the last few months. Yeah, listenership, every podcast. Eric, I'm like, dude,
1: you ready to record? He goes, one second, I got to make my tea. It's like, (laughs) it's a ritual. That's how this man prepares to bring you this podcast in gold. Continue, Eric. I just want to give you some backstory.
0: So so I want to give a shout out to Tea Guys. Uh, They're a small company from Massachusetts and uh, Tea Guys are making tea for the Adventure Guys. I Yo, this is the best tea I've ever had.
1: Oh hell yeah!
0: They, uh, I guess they they have some regional northeast distribution because uh, I found them at a grocery store near my parents' place uh, here on Long Island. And uh, then I checked out their website and I've just been ordering direct from them because they have so many varieties of awesome awesome teas. Uh, I drink like <laughs> six or seven cups of tea a day. It's wow. Great. I usually I, I start I start with like the most caffeinated kinds and I progress down throughout the day. so I'll start with like black teas okay, and then I move on to green teas and then white teas and then herbal teas at night. Oh man, <laughs> hey, if
1: anyone out there needs to get Eric a
0: gift, remember this? <laughs> That's
1: awesome. I was are, yeah I'll, uh, do they mess around with flavors f- at all? Like or yeah, is-
0: so many different flavors. Yeah. Um, I'm just drinking like a straight up green tea. Uh, with oolong uh, right now, but there's also like a matcha green tea blend. That's really awesome. Um, Later on, I'll probably have a, an elderberry super tea with like crazy antioxidants and everything. Um, And then I've been drinking this pumpkin, caramel herbal tea there's there's so many different teas it's awesome i love this company tea guys i'm gonna shout them out i'm gonna put them in the uh, show notes
1: put them in there let's it. get let's let's hit them up on instagram i love it yeah um, yeah no
0: i've been i uh i've been shouting about on my instagram oh uh, we'll, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> that's awesome sweet you know hey you know who else likes tea jake the dog
0: yeah they start out this episode by brewing some tea by throwing some tea They're brewing ruin it yeah. Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah.
0: Episode Discussion
1: yeah. Hmm. What is what does Jake say? Mm, chamomile.
0: Yeah, chamomile. right. I uh I, I have some chamomile tea I haven't had in a while. I think I was drinking Earl Grey tea at the time when I was watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you hadn't you hadn't made it to chamomile yet. No. No. little did you know, um yeah, this is so this is a great app. I thought this was like a very fun, good solid app of adventure time. We get a lot going on on this app,
0: yeah, kind of a classic meeting adventure time dungeon episode
1: yeah and but but in there we've got, as we've explored before on this show, some parent issues, some relationship stuff um it's really it's really fun and this is our first flame princess episode, really. Right?
0: Yeah, I think she's popped up here and there, but this is the first time we've had an episode that really focused on her.
1: Yeah. And it starts out, and her and Finn and Jake are hanging out in the treehouse, and as Jake is making the aforementioned chamomile tea, out pops a flame, which is whispering, evil, evil, um, <laughs> and it's Flame King. Um, yeah. yeah. And then and then Flame Prince is like, hey, like, stop doing that. And and apparently he's been doing this to her a lot and like when she's not around he he whispers into her ear um which i guess all of our parents do in some way but not usually uh <laughs> not, not usually literally you know
0: yeah flame king is a pretty bad dad he's he's got a real messed up relationship
1: <laughs> yeah i've seen some of those later episodes and uh yeah you know it, it's interesting so like after that it's it's like okay how are we going to like feel, she's like, how am I going to feel better? Because Finn's like, don't listen to that. And uh, then she's like, how, are, how am I going to feel better? And Finn's solution is we should go, like, find a dungeon or something.
0: Yeah, let's just do a dungeon. Let's do a dungeon.
1: <laughs> Which to me is, like, kind of perfect. How old is Finn again?
0: 14, 14? maybe 15 at this point.
1: So if you got a girlfriend and you're 14 and she's like, I want to feel better, what should I do? And you're 14... I feel like a lot of 14-year-old boys are going to be like, let's play some video games. <laughs> <laughs> you know what always helps me? <laughs> Zelda! Or, like, yeah. something, you know? And I and I feel like we kind of we get into those territories where it's supposed to be helping her, right? Like, that's kind of why they go out into the dungeon. And, like, by the middle of it, it's more just about, like, Finn wants to do the dungeon in his own way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's kind of self-absorbed. This was a very mansplaining episode for Finn.
1: Yeah. It was, and the kind of disappointing thing about it is is that he kind of turns out to be right. What do you mean? Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about the episode. Well, I mean, I not that I liked it. It was mansplaining, and I didn't like that, but then I didn't like that he they kind of made him right about what he was mansplaining. But I think it was more about... Okay, so they go and do this dungeon, and basically, like, I want to go through some of it, because there were some great quotes in here, but uh, but basically, eventually, Flame Princess is like, why do we have to do everything your way? Like, I want to do stuff my way, right? And Jake's like, fine, like, if you're not having fun, like, let's let's do it your way. And then she goes on an assault and starts, like, setting things on fire, And and as soon as she starts doing it her way, those skeletons and stuff find her because she's making such a commotion and then Finn gets trapped. And then the only way that Finn can get released from these skeletons inside of the dungeon is if she does things his way by telling the skeleton to do the splits. Oh yeah. And it's like that's how they get out of there. And it's like, ugh, you know. Um Yeah. But there but on that yeah. journey on that journey to that point, we get to have some fun. Right? Like, okay, yeah, so they well, get...
0: It's, it's okay. like, one of Finn's, like, favorite things to do. Yeah. And, obviously, he wants it to be one of Flame Princess's favorite things also, but it's not really. No, it's not. She's
1: going <laughs> on for the ride. She wants to have some fun, but it becomes clear that she kind of has to, like, follow along, you know? Um, So... Yeah, like they go they go in and immediately they're like, Oh, this is kind of a cool dungeon and Finn's like, It's kinda of trying a little hard. I mean, well, I, I would say <laughs> one of my favorite things that happens in the episode is they're going to look for a dungeon and Finn's trying to find it, he can't find it, and Flame Princess uses her heat sense in order to locate it. And when she she does like a little hop and like a flame goes out into like a yeah. you know, like a hundred foot radius, and she goes, Oh, this tree over here is hollow and or isn't it's real like
0: heat- heat sonar or something yeah (laughs) like she has this new ability (laughs) yeah that's exactly what it is heat sonar
1: what a great like power for a cartoon character to have (laughs) i loved that uh yeah
0: yeah i like that finn just assumes that there's going to be a dungeon entrance just around in the woods yeah and of course there is That's just the thing about their world that they live in.
1: I know. And it's really funny is like, you got to think about it is like, this is way in the future. And it's like, at some point between now and when the show takes place, was there a great dungeon building Renaissance?
0: I I thought about that too. (laughs) I I was like, somebody went to the trouble of constructing all these dungeons. Like it had to be like a cultural, like a cultural
1: movement. (laughs) <laughs> like akin you know, like akin to the development of the suburbs in the nineteen fifties because the proliferation of um uh, dungeons within this world is substantial. Like I'm just wondering if there was certain life forms such as skeletons or such as human people or like um like Susan Strong, whatever, like these different people where they had to go like, All right, it's crazy up here, we gotta take to under the ground to survive. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um it was a very Dungeons Dragons-influenced episode, uh, as well as, you know, like, classic video games, Zelda-style yeah. influences, too. Uh, I wonder, maybe in the history of Ooh, at some point after the Great Mushroom War, some of the only surviving documents of our time were, like, oh. <laughs> the, the Dungeon Master's Guide oh, and a copy is... of, of Legend of Zelda for NES, something like that. That's <laughs> a really
1: fun theory. I love that. That would really really make this all tie together um, <laughs> yeah but anyway but they're down there and it's funny because it's always this self-aware because finn is sort of like this dungeon's trying a little hard and is like oh yeah i see all the skulls where it's <laughs> like they're like familiar with the canon of of dungeons and like the iconography and they but they run into uh an a skeleton who's fishing with like his own arm i think and yeah. And then they come and talk to him, and Flame Princess immediately wants to set him on fire. And Finn's like, no, 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 he might know some stuff. And they have like a really fun back and forth where they start screaming at each other, where he's like, tell me your thing. He's like, no. And Finn, it progresses to a classic Finn shriek, which makes <laughs> yeah, the skeleton just go, hey, 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 stop it. All right, all right, all right. Like, I'll, I'll tell you whatever you want. You know what I mean? And then Finn makes him do the splits, which is like kind of embarrassing him, but I guess... Also, to neutralize him um, <laughs> right <laughs> um pr- pr- pretty funny stuff um, and then they're going on, and like you know <laughs> this is like where Finn's starting to tell her what to do she- she's like talking on her he's like, you gotta whisper, and then he's also like you gotta hey, you gotta slow down you gotta sneak around when you're in a dungeon, you gotta go quick, you gotta look around the corner to see what's coming, and it's kind of funny it's like he's really doing it like. He's like getting into the whole like vibe and like what it means to be in a dungeon, you know what I mean, um, and then they have a really great exchange when they come they 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 come upon a big guard and he's he's asking her right can you can you how far can you throw fire? Is that what he says
0: oh yeah, something like that, yeah, like.
1: Yeah, and he's like, hey, yeah. have you ever thrown have you ever thrown your fire at a little itty bitty type uh piece of rope? And she's like, no. And he's like, She's like, how how good do you think you are on a scale of one to hundred? And she's like, I don't know, forty two. And he's like, Forty two <laughs> And she's like, I don't know, I've never rated myself before. <laughs> great, great quote. And then that scale and that guard turns out to be a hologram, and they get on and they find the key. Another great Finn quote. Sorry, Eric, I'm just going on a ramble now. But uh, yes. another great Finn quote, um, they find the key, and then he's like, oh, this is the key. And she's like, now we have to go back to the beginning to try this out. And he <laughs> goes, we don't have to.
0: We get to. Yeah. No, I, I love that moment because it's it's extremely typical of, like, early RPGs. And uh, I, I, I haven't played a lot in the last couple of weeks because I've been working so much, but I am working my way through um, – Super Mario Odyssey right now, which is like the first like Mario classic style Mario game I've played in a while. And just like the world of video games and like different tropes and stuff are all coming back to me. Mm -hmm. And that thing where like, Oh, you get the piece that unlocks the puzzle that was like all the way back there. And you just have to retrace your steps. It's such a classic RPG kind of thing. And people really get into the genre But I think a lot of modern style video games have left tropes like that behind because they're just so tedious. Yeah. It's like it takes a certain kind of person to really like that style of gaming. Finn is obviously that kind of person. But I think most people now aren't into that kind of like it's like the game only takes a long time because it's so tediously difficult. You just have to like retrace everything it's like there's not there's nothing like story wise that propels a game like that forward. Yeah. And FP is not having it. <laughs> no,
1: she is not having that. Um yeah, that's funny. I mean, it's also just I also even you take it away from the uh f- from the video game context and even just to like the boyfriend girlfriend sort of thing where you're trying to share something and one person's clearly more into it than you like if you ever like like cooking dinner and you're just like not into cooking or like you didn't even give a shit about i don't know beef stroganoff or whatever and you're like <laughs> and now we gotta put a casing around it, and we we get to like this is the fun part and you're like the fun part you know what i mean <laughs> right oh yeah, you're watching a, a tv of- you're watching a tv show and you're like uh, uh that was okay i guess oh yeah but like wait till you get to e- episode five like that's when you're like epi- you know what i mean Season five. Yeah.
0: This is also the first time it seems that Finn is like sharing these kinds of activities with someone who isn't Jake. Yeah. He's not used to like someone he's that close to not sharing like 100% of his interests. Yeah. Or this is a largely or, Jake-less episode. Yeah. He brews some tea and then he's out.
1: Yeah. It's almost to like remind us or set a little uh, thing that this is not Jake. You know, like yeah. a reminder. Um,
0: yeah, like because this episode could have definitely been like Jake as the third wheel along for the ride, and just sort of uh, Finn ignoring Flame Princess. Yeah, this in, is you know, in order to hang out with Jake.
1: Yeah, it's. I find it that would be you know more of a typical cartoon move. This is way more fun in trying to figure them out how to connect over this thing. Like I, it it was way more interesting to me in that to do it this way and without Jake.
0: I think the way that their relationship plays out, uh, Finn and Flame Princess is pretty realistic, and like you know, I mean, it doesn't end well, but Mm -hmm. it's it's one of the more, uh, I guess, honest depictions of (laughs) like two people that aren't right for each other. Well, Finn was like definitely shitty to Flame Princess in the end of their relationship, and like they never get back together. Which a lot of fans wanted to happen, but like that doesn't seem realistic. Yeah, it's like why would they get back together? You know. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah, dude, I agree with all of that. I I haven't seen all of their relationship episodes. I've seen before and after a lot more. This is like a a period of the show that I I really haven't seen uh, is their relationship, and so I'm excited to know more of it. I I
0: it's a, it's a fun thing that they did in the show. Yeah, I mean symbolically just her being literal fire and not being able to touch Finn without burning him is, you know, a pretty strong current in, in like the thematic direction of their relationship. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Now you're, now you're speaking my language. Um, Like they're, they're pretty essentially incompatible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like they literally can't be.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's also, fun. I mean, it is funny when you're talking about sharing something that he cares about that's not the same as Jake is that he? Um, he doesn't necessarily, like, I think you learn eventually, like, when you're showing people, you have to, like, when you're showing somebody else something, you're kind of doing, like, a sort of mental gauging, right? Like, how much are they into this, right? Like, say you were explaining guitars to a friend, right? And they say they like guitars. You don't just jump in like into the most deep end talking about like your sick reverend and what and the specific one you have and like this pickup sounds different than this pickup because you don't know if they're that deep on it. Right. So you kind of like ease into it and you're looking for common ground and you're you want to talk about things that you, you know, I, I guess I'm just yeah, talking yeah. about decent conversation where and stuff like that. And I feel like Finn, and maybe when you're a teenager and you're just excited or whatever, like, he kind of skips past that kind of nuance, like... Right, right,
0: right, yeah. Empathy. uh, We talked about Eternal Sunshine a few episodes ago. Mm, Have you watched the recent Charlie Kaufman movie? I'm thinking of ending things. No, is it good? I just watched it last night, and then I watched this episode of Adventure Time today. (laughs) It... Like, the almost the whole movie is about that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What I'm describing? Yeah. Like... Oh, wow. Like, a sort of new relationship and trying to, like, gauge, like, what the other person is interested in, in relation to your own interests, and maybe it doesn't quite meet expectations. Um, of course, it's like a totally surreal postmodern way of depicting that. Oh, that's interesting. What did you like it? Because I've
1: heard some mixed things, sort of.
0: Yes, I liked it. Okay, but it, but take that answer exactly how I pronounced <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's a good review. Very succinct, it, honest. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely the like the least whimsical of his movies. Uh huh. Uh, which is something I always appreciated about his work. Um, yeah. It seems the most specific, and the th- its specificity is not necessarily something about a thing that resonates so much with me in terms of like what I'm interested in seeing a narrative about. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a little smaller than his other movies. Yeah.
1: So now I'm looking at his movies. I've seen... It would seem only the big ones I've seen being John Malkovich adaptation eternal sunshine uh Synecdoche, New York I like fell asleep watching that in college because I tried to watch oh, it at like man. eleven or midnight like you know you pull one of those dumb moves,
0: and yeah, 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 that might be my favorite of his oh cool i I have it on my list of movies to watch, so it's it's that was the first one he directed also oh the thing about uh I'm thinking of many things is that. Like he directed the fuck out of this movie. Like the cast is relatively small mm-hmm. and there like there's no way that this movie would have turned out the way it did if he had just written a screenplay, which is what he used to be known for. Right. It's a screenwriter. But like the direction of these characters is so bonkers. Okay. It's like how like it's I mean I, Acting is really good, but like they had to have been directed so freaking crazily to like get those performances. It's like this this movie was directed like for sure. (laughs) Okay, well I gotta watch it then. It's on Netflix.
1: No excuses. Um, That's funny. Um, Cool. Thanks for the rec. I watched. I I put this on my personal Instagram, but I watched a hundred movies during quarantine this year. Oh yeah, I think th- I saw you post about that. I didn't
0: read the whole list of everything you watched though. Yeah, I know
1: it's that's that's asking a lot, but
0: uh,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but it. My, my my brain has been all over. Oh the place yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I um, the hundred movies I have a list. The mo- list of movies to watch before I posted that was already over a hundred, and then like I was like I wanted to start a dialogue and see what people thought and like. Asked for recommendations, and now I got like another 50 or 60 movies to watch. Um, Luckily, there were some people, there were some that people like that were on my list that people were bringing up, and I was like, okay, I guess we got to watch that one. And then also some new ones that I never heard of that multiple people were saying, uh, it'll be fun to do. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's funny. I thinking about because I own a lot of records, I own a bunch of books. And you can't see, but behind me are some guitars. Like, I think that had this pandemic um, occurred a long time ago, I would have been financially ruined due to Blu ray and DVD purchases. <laughs> Thank God oh, for streaming.
0: Man. Bygone era. I, know. I don't know if I told you. Uh, you remember in like August, there was that big tropical storm that came through the Northeast? Yeah. And we lost power for like six days yeah. it was only it was only because of uh finding my sister's old dvd collection in my parents house from like 10, ten years ago that i was able to survive through that six oh, wow. days of no internet
1: <laughs> that's fine it's i like mean p-
0: people don't buy dvds anymore or blu-rays or anything but no. like my sister used to buy a lot of movies like she had a whole lot and i guess she doesn't Need them anymore because you just left them all in my parents' garage. So. I know
1: it's weird. I I kind of like. I mean, I have my record collection. I I kind of think like. I mean, also it's I don't know. I shouldn't say this because this is also correlating like when I was like nineteen, like which is like everyone's prime music listening age or whatever. But like having a finite amount of music to listen to where you had to buy it or on CD or records, just like I think led to s- such deeper connections with music that I have just because I was in the car and I only had five CDs in the changer. So I inevitably would just like listen to those five CDs. Like even beyond when I was like going for a ride and be like, Oh, I don't really want to listen to this, but I guess I'll listen to it anyway. And then you just like find a new song you like, or like, you know, like those kinds of things.
0: And like, you would have to buy an album without like hearing all of the songs first. Maybe you heard one song, maybe you didn't, know any of the music uh, my first less than jake cd yeah uh was hello rockview and i hadn't heard anything on that album wow. I, I i think i had heard um like a couple tracks from pescore and then hello rockview was like the new album from them at the time wow. so i got that like sight unseen and of course it was you know a really great record but like you would just buy albums without knowing anything about the music that was on it.
1: Oh yeah. It was, it was a big, (laughs) it's a big decision too, especially.
0: And then I think confirmation bias would contribute to liking music that way. Oh yeah. It's like if I was going to spend 16 bucks on this album, like I better like it.
1: Yeah. If you didn't, then it was like, especially at that age where like $16 is like a big deal or getting my parents, I don't know about you, but getting my parents to buy me a CD was like a big deal. Like I couldn't, I didn't get to just buy CDs every week. I know there were kids like that, but like giving my parents to buy me a CD was an event. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or I had to mow lawns for like two weeks to warrant that CD. It was (laughs) like there was real value attached to each of these. So when you made a bad choice, it stung. And then it would sit there, and you'd look at that Sugar ACD and be like, "There were two good songs on that."
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I bought that Sugar (laughs) ACD. Yeah, Yeah. ah, fuck. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah. Um, Eric, can I ask though? You did. Do you see the snail?
0: No, I did not see the snail. Nick, did you see the snail? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Sean saw the Yo, snail. Not gonna lie, I did not even try.
1: <laughs> no. I I really gotta I'm gonna might have to do an additional snail search viewing of like one of these episodes coming up because I just get so caught up in the ep and like thinking about what we're going to talk about being transparent here. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm writing down things that I want to talk about or like trying to formulate thoughts on the episode, not looking yeah, for the I
0: bugs. I didn't do that with this episode at all. I was just like, let's just watch this. Yeah. In and out. I I took no notes. I saw no snail. <laughs> 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 My life has been weird recently. Yeah. Understandable. (laughs) Have a nice day. Uh, So, what is it? Miscellaneous mania time? Oh, yeah,
1: buddy. All right, Eric, do you have anything you'd like to discuss? But uh, not not really. Do you have anything about Vault of Bones? We never really talked about the title, Vault of Bones. Interesting. I guess it's just that's just what you would call that dungeon.
0: Yeah, it's, it's literal, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I was trying to find like a deeper meaning, like something with her her dad. I mean, that is the one interesting thing about this episode is that like it. It starts with the dad conflict and then we don't really and it drops end. it. Yeah, yeah. It just drops it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't end up the title like it's I guess they I guess it's almost setting up for future stuff that we're gonna talk about with uh Flame King. So
0: Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I guess you could say that like her whole uh conflict with Finn in the like in the dungeon is like Finn wants her to do it. The right way, and she's doing it the wrong way because she's evil. Because her dad said she was evil. I I think we we do think, yeah. It's kind of easy to lose sight of, like, if that's the underlying theme that, like, she's trying to prove that she's not evil. I, I, that wasn't really at the forefront of my mind. It was I, I focused more on the relationship between the two characters.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I looked online a little bit. I didn't really, honestly, see any great miscellaneous mania.
0: Yeah, man, I look at this, this Adventure Time wiki and there is some petty shit on here. There's like, <laughs> uh, what does it say? When Flame Princess was saying, OK, yeah, let's do it. Dungeons. Her left eye looked smaller than her right eye. <laughs> like, come on. Adventure Time wiki calling out whoever the animator was for those like 10 frames or whatever. That's just drew an eye different. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice like, that either. These people work so hard on this show and you're just going to I love your empathy. Call someone out. I love the
1: empathy that you're sticking up for the people who make the show. That's really admirable. <laughs> I love it. Yeah,
0: I I don't know. So I don't appreciate the error call-outs on the Adventure Time wiki. That's my opinion.
1: That's and you're entitled to it. <laughs> hey, uh uh,
0: hey, I, yeah, well, you go, you go. Oh, this would be a a, a tangent. But never mind. Oh no, 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 I love tangents. <laughs> Indulge. I'm indulging you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, you know, as we've been doing this podcast, I've espoused my newfound respect for people that work on these shows many times. Sure. And, um, they do a lot Rightfully. of hard work. I'm seeing uh. A lot of Adventure Time crew members pop up on the credits to Summer Camp Island, which I've been watching, just reading a lot of uh, these art books and and figuring out a lot about the process. I have undertaken something recently that has even further deepened my appreciation for what these people do. I haven't talked about it because I wanted to make sure I was going to stick with it for a little while. And I've been doing this now for the last... Maybe almost two months.
1: Uh,
0: I've been taking online classes in drawing and cartooning. Whoa, really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's such a crazy world. I've, I've never, never done anything like in the visual art sphere. Like never. And I'm learning so much about this. And it's, it's so crazy. The hard work that these people do, it's, it's elucidated a lot about it in in um in that I think when people outside view the world of drawing and that kind of thing, they see like a professional drawing a character or something, and it looks so fast and natural and quick and just effortless um, that's not the case. I think when when you see someone that's drawing, I think that's like a performance like that's someone yeah. who's like who's who's Is not it, like they're aware that people are watching them and they're drawing in a certain way
1: it's, it's almost like um it's like seeing somebody sing a song and it's like well them writing that song does not look like them singing it like it took a bunch of other shit they had to do like right
0: yeah so as i'm learning all these techniques about drawing figures and that kind of thing um it seems so difficult and it's so discouraging because i because you don't get it quickly you're like, but, you know, someone just scribbles out a cartoon character and it looks so cool. Why can't I do that? And the things that you don't see is that a finished sketch, drawing, whatever, goes through so many revisions, right? Like you do, like, the like the, the rough version. Then you do, like, the second rough version where you start refining things a little bit. Then you do, like, the final rough where things are more refined. And then you go back and you ink. And then you, that's, like, the final Revision and then, like, and you're, and even on the inking stage, you're changing proportions here and there, and you're just like doing the same piece like 10 times and just like slightly changing details each time you go over it. Uh, and it, it takes so long, and that, and that's okay. Like, I am down for that because that's how I write music. Yeah. You know, and, and just gaining that understanding of how lengthy the actual process of drawing and cartooning is. Uh, has really deepened my appreciation for the work that these people do, because um, it's not quick, it's not effortless, it's painstaking. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome! I'm so excited for you, and that's really cool. I can't wait to
1: see what you come up with. And like... yeah,
0: I'm trying to uh, just get a really good cartoon self portrait. Mm. That's that's like my first goal. Like draw draw. Like a cartoon version of me and and i'm I'm almost there. I'm learning like how to like pose a figure and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, i've been doing I've been doing these uh these online courses. I have a lot of random free time um at my shitty job because the way breaks work, well, you know, New York State mandates certain break periods, sure um the way that this company does it overnight is that everyone just takes their breaks all together between 2 and 3 15 a.m so there's there's an hour and 15 minutes every in the night middle of the night in the middle of the night where i can't go anywhere i can't do anything what is everyone uh, else doing they just i mean put on their headphones watch something some people take naps like in their car they're not supposed to yeah um but like, I mean, generally people are kind of uh, lax about mask protocol and socialization and that kind of thing. I mean, like the job that I do is pretty independent. I don't do it with other people. Mm-hmm. Then everyone takes a break at the same time. So like I see people kind of being too close to each other, like eating with masks off and everything. I'm like, ah, I don't want to be anywhere near. So I go somewhere yeah. alone and I have an hour and 15 minutes every night. Uh, I've downloaded these lessons on my phone and I have... I bought um, like a beginner set of like good pencils and and everything, um, and I just learned to draw. That's cool,
1: <laughs> dude. That's a great use of your time. That's like, that's that's making the best out of a uh, less than ideal situation right there. And I commend you for that.
0: <laughs> that's cool. I'm trying, cool. yeah, trying my best. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, you know, because it you was can't really be, difficult you can't be at rec- first. I mean, I
1: guess re- making records in that hour and 15 minutes from 2 to 3.15, I guess you could get like an iPhone beat machine or I don't know. But like it's I like that you're just not like, well, I can't make music, so I'm not going to do anything. You're kind of like looking for what you can do. And that's really cool.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I I probably should find a way to relax. Yeah. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is what I've elected to do with with the free time that I'm forced to have in the middle of the night um and it was like i I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to stick with it um but i've I've been doing it for a little while now, and i'm I'm definitely improving it's like it's so so like tangible the proof that I'm improving' so I just look at the sketches that I did from six weeks ago and I look at the sketches I did a couple of nights ago, and it's like these are so different. I got so much better at this. It's like right there. <laughs> That's incredible. And to take classes too is, is really great. I have a lot of these endeavors
1: and I've been thinking like, I should maybe like try to take a class in one. of <laughs> Like it's
0: <laughs> rather than just fucking around. That's cool. I love that. Have dude. You, yeah. Have you checked out a uh, masterclass?
1: Yeah. I've watched some of those.
0: Are, are you, are you subscribed to it?
1: I got a free one year subscription uh through like a online thing when it first came out and it expired recently.
0: Oh damn. Cause their, their membership plan seems really stupid. What is Uh, (laughs) It's like, it's like $180 for a year subscription and you, you get access to all of their videos for a year, but you cannot purchase individual courses.
1: That is a bummer.
0: Yeah, so it's like maybe there's like one. Because how many people you really want to do, but you don't want to spend $180 to get access to, like, I don't know, Natalie Portman teaching acting. Yeah. Like, she's great, but I don't want to learn how to be an actor. (laughs) No, (laughs) I have enough on my plate. (laughs) That's
1: uh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I guess that, that is. You kind of have to hope that people want at least a couple to justify that. That's really a weird business model. Yeah, because I watched it, and I watched a couple different ones that I was interested in, and there were some, and the ones I watched were more broad. Um, I watched the David Lynch obviously one was absolutely fantastic.
0: Was it? I yeah, because that's one of the ones that interests me.
1: That one is incredible. Steve Martin, great. Um, and I, I've you know I did improv for a year, and I've written some stuff, and I really would like to before like I. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna create. I want to create shit till I die. But I really would like
0: to like see one of my comedic projects through. Um, Did you watch the David Sedaris one? No, I feel like that's that, one that I think would be up your alley. I know that's one that I'm interested in. David Sedaris. Um,
1: I watched a little bit of the Saint Vincent one, um, which is just like creativity. But and I wanted to watch the Judd Apatow one again because of the creativity. But like that one seems really cool because he literally brings in like his outlines from 40 year old Virgin and the storyboards and the multiple drafts. So you can see the, like what he made and like also like has outlines for like, this is how you need to make an outline for a movie. Here's how you like, that seems really cool. Um, and I guess, this, I guess that's, I guess we're making master classes case for them where I want to watch five of those. So cool. But like 180 bucks, like I would, if you could pay per view, pay per view those for 20 bucks, like I yeah. would do that all day.
0: Right. Cause yeah, that seems Kind of re- maybe thirty bucks, thirty bucks, thirty five. That long, right? They're like four hours. No.
1: no, the the David Lynch one is worth fifty bucks. It's worth or it's worth thirty something bucks. Um, dude, the the Steve Martin one was great, and I read his book. I don't know if I talked to you about that, but his memoir is great. Um, but his his master class is great, and and, and for same for similar reason, his book is because he talks about what he's done, and he literally says in it that. He said, I was born with no talent. He says, I cannot sing, dance, or act. And I was not the funniest guy in the room. He goes like, I was just really interested in it. And I figured out a way to do it. He's like, I, I appreciate th- that
0: point of view so much.
1: I know. He's like, I thought about it. He he was a psychology, he was a philosophy major. He's like, I really just like, I loved this stuff. And I thought about why do I like it? And then how do I do what I like and I just tried to figure it out. and little by little, I figured it out. And he's like, here's some I'm gonna show you like what I thought about. And he does like a lot more of thinking about like how he approached comedy. And that, I was like, this is gold. Um, this is another tangent, but I'm really excited to read uh, Jeff Tweedy from Wilco's book about songwriting that he just put out. He put out a memoir uh, like a year and change ago, and then he this year, a couple months ago, he put out a, a book called How to Write One Song and huh. um and like when i'm really excited to read it um but part of what his whole thing is is sort of demystifying like what it means to be an artist and he even said in an interview that i read that a lot of artists like to talk about that they don't know where the ideas come from they're given to them from some other realm
0: or they're a conduit or it's yeah some it's sort like of romanticized and mythologized and like that's I mean, you know, you can be technical about this. That doesn't ruin the arts. No. And
1: I think what he was saying is he's, he says, I think it's a lot of insecure people trying to make themselves sound and just feel more important than they actually are. Because yeah. the truth is, is that I th- he says, I think every single person, I don't know if he says this, but this is what I would say is I think every single person, because every single person truly is unique and has some sort of point of view, probably could make some sort of art that would be worth seeing by some amount of people you know what i mean and i think i think those people are just lucky that the thing they made lots of people responded to it uh not or lucky or maybe they were smart and they are they are talented but i just think that there's a lot of people trying to make them feel i i i he, he him and steve martin are on similar cloth where it's way more it's like let's take some of the romantic like you can figure this out like it's like anything else I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate the point of view. I've never been like a huge Jeff Tweedy fan, like yeah. his music really. Um, but I am a fan of that way of thinking. So
1: well, I'll read the cool. book because I love him. And then I'll tell you, I'll give you cliff notes or you can borrow it or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, or maybe you'll want to read it. I don't know. We'll see what it's like. Eh. That's cool. Well, if I get masterclass, maybe I'll give you a, my login
0: again. I don't know. Oh, uh, that, that'd be rad. The one that I was interested in—I don't know if you're super familiar with him—was Neil Gaiman's uh, course on storytelling. Oh, that sounds interesting. Because, uh, well, because I was like, all right, I'm learning to draw cartoon characters. How would I tell a story like in like comic form, for example? And Neil Gaiman wrote Sandman, which is like one of the greatest comics oh, wow. ever.
1: Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, and they also have like David Mamet. Jeez, and then. Sa- Sandra Rhimes for television, Dave Sedaris, like you were saying, Jeppeau, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could really probably learn some cool shit off there.
0: Yeah, the uh, the drawing classes that I'm taking, I, I'm getting them through Udemy. Mm, familiar with that platform? I am. Of I've
1: se- I've seen that, and I've thought about taking certain things off there. I've gotten into photography. I've always wanted to crack into uh, Photoshop and Illustrator. And I've just never done it, and I've thought oh, yeah. about there's there's going plenty of there. stuff on udemy for
0: for that yeah um what I found it's it's obviously not as like celebrity curated mm-hmm. as something like Masterclass. Uh, it's just like kind of regular people um so I'm actually simultaneously doing three different courses on there um and it was it was a little bit weird because not one course was holistic enough or not one instructor was, you know, able to talk about everything in, in a learning style that was effective enough for me. Um, so, like, I did one class where it's, like, just sort of general drawing and sketching. And, and I learned a lot of, like, fundamentals from from that one and learned about, like, using the tools and, like, the very, like, technical getting started aspects. And then there's another one on like general cartooning characters, which, which has been the most helpful, but the instructor is very sort of like, Hey, there's no real rules. Like you can use these guidelines, but you know, do it in your own way. If you want to do it like this, that's cool. If you want to do it like that, that's cool. It's like, yeah, but I really don't know how I want to do it because I'm totally new. So tell me a single way to do it and Maybe I get good at that way and I realize I don't want to do it that way, but I won't know until I get good at that. So I just need something a little bit more uh, directed. Uh, And the other one I was uh, going through was a specific manga illustration one, Mm. which is not something that I really want to do, but it was just like, it was specific enough to be like, this is how you do it this exact way. Uh, So I learned to do it that exact way. And then, like, Use, okay, some of the principles yeah. I can apply towards other things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it takes a little bit of exploration on that platform to, like, figure out what works the best. But those courses are only, like, $12. Like, they're always on wow. sale. Like, okay. they're like gotta, this is a $150 course. It's 90% off. <laughs> like, I'm going to look into know. this.
1: I'm going to look into this. I'm excited to see what you do, dude. Visual animation and, like, drawing. So cool. Hell yeah, man. I love that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look into you to me and yeah, we'll talk about this more. Uh I'd say though it's time to pick an episode. Oh yeah,
0: let's do that. What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch let's go. oh! it's the episode? Generator. We got episode one hundred. Oh, that's big. I guess that's cool. Do we want to save it for something cooler? I
1: I wondered about that.
0: Uh, What is the episode? It's season four, episode 22, Ignition Point. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Is that a Flame Princess episode? Ignition Point? I don't remember.
1: I don't know. I'm just thinking if we want to save that for something.
0: Did so some shows make a big point about doing their one hundredth episode. Is Adventure Time? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Are, is Adventure Guys gonna do that? What? Are we gonna do that? <laughs> we'll definitely <laughs> do something.
0: Uh it is it is a fire uh yeah, Fire Kingdom episode. Flame Princess and the Flame King.
1: Should we just do it? I'm in. Sure. Cool, we're in. Okay, we're doing
0: it. <laughs> I love it. Ignition Point. Ignition Point.
1: Hey, um if any of you guys out there are taking up it's the new year. If you're taking up any fun fit, hobbies, like send us an email. Did you see the, the mail at gmail.com? I would love to hear what you guys are working on. Um and what you You know, hey, we're going to improve the show. If you have any thoughts, let us know. Hey, we did get an email. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Let's uh... Let's hear that theme song.
0: Mail. Mail.
1: Yeah. I love that song.
0: All right. Did you see the mail?
1: Okay. So, the email we, we get, Nick, the email we got uh the subject title was just for Nick, and it said, "I'm literally sending you this email just so Nick can hear the song again l o l. Happy New Year, fellow humans. Thank you, Wilson, cause I got to hear that song and I love it.
0: Good old Wilson coming
1: through <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Wilson, and thank you all, everybody else uh, who's been listening. Uh, we love you, and we're excited to do more of these episodes throughout the rest of the next year.
0: Cool. All right. All right. See ya. You. Peace out, y'all. Bye.